Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we talk about the things we did at the end of the year for a bonus episode while you listen. I'm Jordan. And I'm Cody. I love how you doubt that a three-week break isn't going to lead to a bonus episode. I just don't know if I have that much to say about any of the pieces of media it is that, See, that we want to talk about, you know? But I mean, I've got stuff to say. Like, you can't just rule me out. You know, I'll I'll talk for the 30 minutes if I have to. I don't not believe you. <laughs> well, well, let's just get into it. What, what, well, what do you well, want to start with? For, first, how are you? Because we're a cordial podcast. How are you doing, Cody? <sighs> you know, don't I'm doing pretty give good. give me that, man. <laughs> doing pretty good. Good. Well, I'm, I hope you had a good break and a good New Year and good Christmas, all that. I hope your mother liked the sourdough starter. Um, I don't know. Um, that that's a questionable gift. That was definitely like the oh, worst no. gift I gave. I think. Wow, that's really sad. I mean, eh, you know, someone's got to be your worst gift, and that was definitely. I mean, worst all gift. of my gifts were great, so I don't think I had a worst gift. I I think I nailed it with one of my friends that I got a uh uh an airbrush for. Because he does model painting, so that oh, was a good oh, gift. Oh, that's a, that's a really good gift, yeah. I got Mandy a piece of artwork I think was a pretty solid gift. She'll tell me later if it was or not. <laughs> I also got her a vacuum, which seems crappy. Wait, what kind of vacuum? It's like a little handheld vacuum. Yeah, um, is it one of those like Dyson like cylinder n- ones? No, not oh. really. It's just like a normal little vacuum, but she really wanted it. And no one else was buying it for her. <laughs> so I, I, I like found out that no one was buying that and then bought it. Cause well, I mean, she specifically wanted it. Yeah, no, I, I think all around like pretty good gifts that I gave this year. Like I got Mel. She's been talking about the game of life for years, wanting the game of life. The board not, game? Yeah, the board game. And not like the new, cause they redid it. They made it like all like millennial and stuff. And then the then they just redid the 1960s version, but like the version from our childhood, the 91 version, doesn't exist anymore. So I actually went out, tracked it down, and got like um, a completed edition of the 1991 Game of Life. So I thought that was a good gift. That's a solid idea. No, it was like actually, it's like that took a little bit of work, but um, yeah, no, pretty solid gift year so cody i will say you did give me the best gift because you finally finally watched it chapter two and i know I star wars is more important but i want to talk about it chapter two first no i kind of want to talk about it chapter two as well because i i know you didn't like it you liked so, it huh you liked it N- no okay no this isn't gonna be an argument I, I'm just <laughs> this curious. This is us agreeing on both things. Like, yeah, it's, it did suck. Um, I'm just curious what what it was that kind of because I have like one big beef and then a bunch of littler beefs. So I'm curious if we have okay. the same big beef. The biggest beef, I think, thinking about it, other than the fact that it was three hours long. Yeah, I sat there in theater for and like at hour two. I'm oh like, can gosh, I? Can we? It- three hours yeah it was it was okay i don't think it was exactly three hours you know just to be just to be accurate i will look it up no i mean i believe you it's just for how nothing how much nothing happened yes hours is a long okay hold on just 169 minutes so almost three hours long that's rough that's about hour two was when i'm like can we just wrap this up we're still doing nothing wrap it up so i can go home and i saw it in the beginning of the day but i almost fell asleep 
Like that's how boring and awful it was. I but watched it in two sittings. I watched it in a night and then lucky, I got up in the morning and finished it. Lucky you that you were able to do that. I saw it in theaters. I was not able to do that. I had to sit there and deal. But I guess the biggest beef that I had was the fact that to kill it, they just made fun of it to death. That was the corniest, hokiest, dumbest thing they could have done it. Like, and the, also the fact that Stephen King was in there was like, oh yeah, I didn't like the ending. It's like, ha ha ha, like really quick. No, 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 no. It was a terrible ending. It was stupid. They took out a lot of stuff that actually made the second part of that book good. And just, I was, I was upset. Yeah. I felt like I wasted my time even caring about it. <laughs> the, the problem is, and it's like, I agree and I disagree with this, but I feel like everyone's natural impulse when tasked with, hey, we have to adapt it, is to go, well, there's an adult section and a kid section, so we'll make a kid movie and an adult movie. The kid but, movie killed. It was really good. The adult the, movie sucked. The problem is that in the book, that's not the way it's laid out, and there's a reason for that. And they it's tried because, to put that back in. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. They no, tried to put that back into the movie. That was my biggest beef, is that they made a kid movie, and then they made the adult and kid movie. And I'm like... Yeah, they put weird addendums to it that, like, the way that they ended it didn't make sense. They retconned some stuff, where they just, like, added parts of the first movie that it feels like they missed. And then that meant that the adult section, though, was truncated, like, so much stuff was missing... But then they added stuff that didn't make sense and kept stuff that didn't make sense. So, like, my biggest gripe is that I saw the kid parts at all. Maybe we needed ten minutes of kid stuff. But it's like half the movie is just the kid's movie over again. Well, the thing is they put all these weird addendums in it. Like, we learned from freaking Lord of the Rings that you can make an extended version of a movie and people will watch it. Like, if there was an extended It, I would have watched it just to see all the other stuff. You could have put that in the first movie and then made a yeah. complete adult movie. But first of all, it was a jumbled up mash of both of the movies. And second all, it was just the whole time a, like, a MacGuffin quest. They were finding the little MacGuffins of their past. And that that's not what the book was at all. No, I don't know why they did that. That wasn't was, what happened. It was it dumb. In the in the move in, in like the original story, that's not what happened. No, not remotely. Like, so why add that in? Like, why did they add a fetch quest to a story that could have been? That's the word I was looking for. Was fetch quest? Sorry. Yeah, it was weird to have this stupid fetch quest that was justified by being like we weren't together the whole time or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, but what? the way that like the way that the show is like. They were pretty much together the whole time. It's like, yeah, there was that space of time when, like, they didn't hang out, but... And that was also the exact opposite of the point of the story. Yes. Like, they're like, the point of this is we have to work together to, to beat it. Now let's all go our own separate ways. Like, but that's not... Yeah, we're stronger when, to, when we're together, but let's all go hang out on our own and have really dumb scenes of things that happened to us when we were kids. Yeah, and they were, like, way too funny. Like, the humor... Oh, my God. Dude, in, I, <laughs> I I was never scared. Like I, no, I was not either. I was bored. 
not was for an instant. Bored. Yeah, I was just annoyed at stupid humor. I, I laughed think, out mostly. loud at one of the scary scenes, like when she's in the house, when Beverly is in the house talking to the lady, and then you, like, you know, she starts looking around the house, and you see the lady in the background, like, walk away re- really weirdly. I burst out laughing, completely silent theater, and I just bur- like burst out laughing because it was so stupid. It was like very that was hokey. it was supposed to. You could have had her be really creepy, but no, she did this like, like dancing walk out of camera in the background. It's like, what in the world? Yeah. Like, why even? It was, it was dumb. And then it can only do his like charge at the camera like so many times before it's just, there's no point of it anymore. Well, and the other problem is that like, uh, like, like uh, they make up this. So the rich, I don't even know what happened at the end. So there's a ritual. So the, that doesn't work or make sense. Yeah. So the guy, uh, M- M- Mike, Mike, Mike makes up. He like fabricates this ritual For- that didn't work, and says you have to go and get totems. But that's all fake. But they do find totems. So they all bring back these fetch quest totems, and they go down into the sewer, and then they they chant something. And then he turns into a balloon, and then he turns into a spider, and, and because it was fake and that doesn't actually work. But then they they made up this other thing where he, like, has to follow the rules of the yes. thing he's inhabiting, which, what does that mean? And, like, they could do the things like, oh, if I believe that this is a deadly weapon, it's a deadly weapon. Like, what the, I don't and, swear on this show, but what the F was that? And, like, okay, that's kind of true for the book, sort of. Where they, but the way it was used was very different. The way it was used was very different. It was more about like the power of childhood, like innocence and, and imagination. Yeah, imagination. Not that literally you can just chant something and then that kills it. And now the end of the book was weird, where they bite the tongue of a monster and get pulled out into space yeah, and they have an assault competition. You could, they could have actually done that with not biting the tongue, but they could have had him like take you to a different dimension. They could have done something with that. And so the problem is, like any, any story that has that kind of power of love end, you're always going. To, it's always going to be tricky. Like it's hard to get that across. I think in film. You yeah. know, because it's not very cinemagraphic. Um, that being I feel said, like flying I, through space like astral projecting is very cinemagraphic. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's just it, the it's Doctor o- Strange astral projection scene where he's just flying through space this time. Just do that, but make it a horror movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I'm sure there's a way to do it. It's just I understand the challenge. So yeah, I understand the challenge too, and I was not expecting it to be in the movie. But the point is that they made fun of it to death. That was how they killed it. Is yeah. They made fun of it to death. Which and is that was kind so dumb. of accurate. It was stupid. It's kind of how it ended in the book, sort of. It was him realizing he's weak, not him being, oh, you're just a stupid clown. Oh, my God, you're killing me. I am just a stupid clown. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little hokey. It was so dumb. <laughs> it was pretty hokey. It was it was the worst. And it was so hokey and so dumb. And we want to have this like kind of serious horror movie and have that kind of ending? Yeah. I I legitimately laughed. It just like not laughed along with the movie. I laughed at it because it was dumb. I, d- I don't disagree with you. 
That's the, that's the thing. Is like I just don't have that much to say about this movie. The, I think the most egregious thing to me, as as like a little thing, so the dumbest thing to me was that they kept cutting back to the kids because it just ruined yes. the momentum of the movie. The thing that kills me is that they put silver in the book in the movie. Yeah, it was in the book, but it was, but it was in the book for a reason. Like there's there's a payoff. Oh, for the, the other bike. Thing, there, there's another thing that really ticked me off about this but continue there there's a payoff for the bike because it three people aside from the main friends follow them to dairy yes um, it, that's his, the thing that ticked me off the guy's mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. what's her name's husband and yep. then the murder the, the 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 like jerk kid i guess yeah he was already in dairy but they didn't have those other two people follow no which doesn't make sense because then you didn't need to put silver in the book or in the no. movie so why didn't they just that's a 20 minute sequence they could have just cut out. Yeah. Why didn't it, okay. they cut that out? So the thing is they they had the whole thing with the husband at the very beginning but he didn't follow like your wife leaves you and is like, "Hey, I'm out of here." And like there's this huge confrontation and then you do nothing about it. Ever like the guy who like in the book is explained it was like basically owning her, believing that he owns her and like being extremely abusive just lets her go like that. Well, yeah, and that doesn't the- do anything. And then the wife, who's supposed to be so madly in love with Bill, and like he leaves, just disappears. Like, hey, I need to go do this thing, and doesn't follow him, doesn't call him, doesn't once ever show up in the movie again. And she was actually shown as like not being that supportive of him, of him, which was the exact opposite in the book. Yeah, that was actually she was shown as like them being in a really good relationship, but in the movie, it wasn't shown the same way. And that ticked me off. And I, I agree because like, they just kind of made her like a boobity bimbo. And, and I yes! say that as being her character portrayal was she had jiggly boobs. That was, and she was there for five minutes and then never again. That was it. And I'm like, why even, why have this? Why have any of this stuff? Like, if <laughs> They just skipped the adult part of the story, basically, because they just wanted to get the story over with, I guess. But the problem was, like, also the acting was kind of schmeh. Like, Bill Hader was fine. Bill Hader was fine, but the what's his name? The guy, like, the big name actor in it was not. James um, McAvoy was yeah, terrible. Yeah, he was terrible in it for some, like, and he's a good actor. He's a great actor, but every but time he yelled, he sounded like a guy yelling in a small space. Yes. You know what I mean? When someone's like, you can tell they're in like a very closed off room and someone's like, okay, now shout your line. And they kind of like, don't commit to shouting their line. That's yeah. how he always sounded where he just pitched up his voice a lot. It was weird. It, and and the whole thing where they got lost in the cave, that was just, just, I don't know. Oh yeah. And then the spider head thing I thought was like, most of the scares weren't scares to me. They were just gross. I wasn't like, even grossed out. I wasn't scared. I was just like, ew, I don't want to look at this anymore. I was just indifferent to all of it. it none of it freaked me out. Um, I'm just you know really what? glad you didn't end up loving it. Like, the, I was so scared. You're like, no, this was good. It wasn't. <laughs> the first scene was pretty good. The what scene the where the like gay couple oh. gets beat up and thrown in the river. That was a it good scene. It followed sequence. the book exactly. Yeah, it, it, it did. It was very, very close to the book. And that's like that got my hopes up. It's like, oh, we actually showed this and didn't like pull back. This is going to be good. And then it just stopped being good right after that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the that sequence accurately reflected the idea of the story, which is that like 
the town is it itself. We didn't get that in the movie. Yeah, like what's scary is that this town with a minimal prod becomes monstrous. Yeah. Not like the scariest part of the adult section was what's his name with the knife? Um, oh, he wasn't even scary. He like acted stupid. He wasn't menacing. He wasn't scary. He was just he was just goofy there. And it was really goofy the way they portrayed him. And it was dumb. Like the, the part where like Mike almost gets killed by him. Like you don't get any of that tension. No. And like the one. Okay, so like two of the adults die, right? And oh yeah, some of it is that I saw them both coming, so I kind of knew. Um, the um. The guy that kills himself instead of going back to Derry, I actually thought that was pretty well done. Yeah. Um, but when, uh, oh, what's his name? The note at the end was dumb because that didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, the what's his name though? Who was the other guy um, that gets killed? Eddie, right? Yeah, Eddie. When he dies, like that scene was so dumb because all of them had been like dodging spikes forever like and then all of a sudden he just turns his back on the monster and just waits to get stabbed oh hey it's like look it does work like not funny anymore it's not like it It was more like it was trying to be a comedy than it was supposed to be yeah a a horror movie it was way too silly and it didn't land so it was just dumb and then he didn't die fast enough so so he's still just the chest you're dying pretty quick so he's still just like talking and like goofing and I'm like, I don't know. I liked at the end where Mike calls James McAvoy and they say they love each other. And that felt like a real human moment for two seconds. For two seconds, yeah. The yeah. rest just, of it was stupid. It just... Did they was, even, like, explain that then, like, Beverly and, uh... Oh, gosh. Yeah, they they've. it was like a one-line thing that Beverly and Ben went off together. Oh, yeah, you see them together at the end, like, on a boat. Yeah, kissing. and they say, it's like, oh, yeah, they're going on a trip together. Like, that's it's, that's a, one, it's a one-line thing. Beyond stupid as well. But, like, that was, like, a big moment. Like, her not being with Bill and being yeah. with uh, the other guy is, like, the story of the book for those three characters. It's really important. Yeah, I'm finding... Like, it's just... And... Bill not having his wife there, I felt just like lost a lot of the importance of his character. I I think I don't know. It's like I want to say that the movie focused too much on Bill, but then it didn't. Like no, it didn't. At the end of the day, Bill didn't do anything. Like he's not the one that defeated it. It was, um, Richie. Richie was the one that defeated him. But a lot of like Bill's thing was like that he got his strength from leaving, and he got his strength from finding his wife, and like he really cared about his wife. Yeah. Like, he wasn't really whole without her. And like, he was realizing that when like being without her, like kind of chasing after Beverly and it's like, Oh no, it's like, I'm not with, I'm without my wife. Like she's so important to me. And none of that was in the movie. No. Like, so then it's like, she was why, a very important part of the book. And then she's not there at all. Why wouldn't he want to be with Beverly? Who is like an obviously more sincere and caring person than his current wife. Who's like terrible yeah. for the five seconds we see her. So yeah, when it's not supposed to be that, it was supposed to be realized like, oh no, I have like, she's always been there for me. It's just like it was just thrown out the window. It was a very, very disappointing movie. Yeah, I feel like it just lost a lot of the humanity. I think, and the fact that it, the scary part is, it was the town. The town collapses and gets destroyed after they kill it because all the evil, all the bad things that happen, like the gay couple getting mar- uh, murdered, the um. 
Like there was that whole big sh- in the book, there was a big shootout with the robbers that, where they just get massacred by the town and all this other stuff was supposed to be explained as this evil was it. It was pushing people like it was just, you know, having that other little push for people to do insanely terrifying, disgusting things to each other. And that was none of that was in the movie at all. Period. The end. And it just sucked. Yeah. It just, it, 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 yeah, it definitely felt like it lost the, like, little spark of humanity that made that story so great. Like, that's why I liked the end, where it's just, like, a nice conversation where two friends admit that they love each other. Like, hey, yeah. that's a good moment. The rest of it, not so much. Like, I don't know. A character like Richie, to me, is really compelling because I think that there is a lot of strength in humor and a lot yes. of merit in being able to deflect and understand things through humor so the idea of richie being the one that ultimately can defeat it and that bill's like position as a leader is not necessarily to be the one swinging the sword but to like bring people together and unite and motivate people that was a cool idea that it's like no like richie's the one that would be able to look in the face of a monster and laugh at it and that could have been a big heroic moment but instead it was just all of them just like yelling at the thing and that came across so cruel like i don't know if that was intended but they're all just like kicking this little thing in the head like you suck you suck crowd i thought it was so it's like crying and they're just like beating on it with sticks i'm like don't hurt me yeah i'm like wow here's our Here's our big triumphant moment where our heroes just, like, yell at someone to death. Die, you stupid little baby! No, don't kill me! Die! Like, no! I don't feel good. Like, the whole time I was watching that, I was just like... Please! I don't think spare a tiny little baby monster to die. I'm like, I, I think they're the bad guys now. <laughs> I know he killed a bunch of children, but like they're the bad guys for making fun of tiny little baby monsters. And then just like ripping his heart out and crushing it in front of oh, him. Oh yeah, they did do that, didn't they? I'm like, what would was that necessary? What would inspire you to do that? We must kill the baby. Please don't hurt me. Okay, I, I really like doing that voice i will God. say i like that he had claws right up until the end until richie jumps in and then he just like rips his arm off i'm like oh my gosh this poor little creature's like trying to fend off these monsters and then richie just comes in and snaps its leg off like oh geez all right it's it's just it's a really really dumb movie it's not so good. let's talk about the other one like I want to hear your thoughts on this. I know you're like, oh, there's not going to lead to good conversation, but like, and I know you're kind of done, but Star Wars, Star Wars came out. I won't give too many spoilers through the talk, but like, I want to talk to you about Star Wars. Also, spoilers, guys, there's, there might be spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, you can just skip this next section, I guess. My spoiler light review of it is I had fun watching the movie. It just... Was not up to the quality of Last Jedi when it comes to things like interesting themes, morality that's applicable to your real life, um, having like a powerful and nuanced message, having interesting character dynamics. Like, I feel like a lot of that. I thought there was a power. Okay, we need to talk about two out of three of those. (laughs) I guess what I'm saying is it did not feel like a broadly artistic movie. It felt very popcorn-y and not necessarily- 
it's both it's Star Wars, Cody. Yeah. We talked about this before. Star Wars is supposed to be it's not supposed to be on this holy level that everybody holds it to. It's supposed to be popcorny and fun. It just means that there's better ones. And not that yeah. the, not that this one was the worst one. It just wasn't the best one. Does that make sense? And that's yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not saying it's the best one. I'm not trying to hold it to a holy standard. But I, when I saw it, I had a lot of fun in theaters. I only, I've only seen it once. I know people have seen it three or four. I've times. seen it once. I had fun. Yeah, like I, I had a lot of fun in theaters. I thought it was a really good movie, and I thought it was a good, like, nice little wrap up of the story that was presented. Yeah. Um, I would say, and this is like the spoiler territories. I think. If I had to pick one thing to really gripe about that I think detracted from it even, like, the quality of the story, not just, like, did it have a lot of meat to tear into, but was it a satisfying narrative, would be the fact that Finn and Ray, Ray, Yes. Ray's Ray was relationship the- was never was never like finished they started a story with them and then they didn't end it yeah and well okay the thing that actually made me mad with that is that they even brought it up in the first place in this movie just to never talk about it again where he's like i have something to say to you and then that never gets fulfilled at all there's like and this is now where i go like okay this is like pretty i don't know this is maybe cynical of me but there's like an interview where uh what's his name jj abrams like well what he was going to say there was that he was force sensitive. First of all, no, that's not what was being said there at all. And second of all, even if it was fine, then you have to have that conversation happen later. But the fact that they brought that up and then never and then paid never it off it is just sloppy storytelling. Unless they were going to kill Finn and then it was going to be like a thing that tortured Ray was this hanging... Um, like, oh, I never knew what Finn was going to say to me. Like, that could be, like... Well, even she stopped thinking about it halfway through. Like, but they, they just, just forgot about it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just badly done. But, I mean, I don't know. Th- there's a lot of stuff in the movie that I think would be easy to pick apart and make fun of. I just don't know how much it matters. Does that make sense? I mean, I think, for me, I'm just leaving. I think it's fine. I thought it was a good movie. I had a lot of fun. There, there were issues. I'm not saying it's perfect. There were issues. There's always going to be issues. But I think for what they did and what they were trying to do, I think it was fine. And I, there's a lot of lot of stuff that I liked more than the bad stuff. Um, and yeah. I, I'm like, I would say more, but I really don't. Like, it is still pretty fresh, so I don't want to spoil. But like, it's only been out for two weeks, by the way. Yeah, and that's <laughs> where like I'm not gonna like give away every detail and the, what I said about Finn and Ray isn't really a spoiler, but. No. That, that to me is kind of, it's exactly the way I feel about the original series. Like, four was really good, five was the best one, and then six kind of was weird. That's how I feel about these ones, where it was like, seven was, seven was the original, eight was really good, nine was weird. <laughs> yeah, I had I fun mean, with uh, all of them. But... Nine was not as weird as six was, I um... will throw that out there. Six was a lot weirder, Cody. There was that weird bar jazz club scene where they're singing and... I don't agree there, there with was you lo- on that one. There was a lot of weird stuff. Dude, there was a lot of weird stuff in 6. We in can't, 3. We can't have this 3 was bad. We can't have this conversation <laughs> without spoilers anymore. I thought Palpatine being in the movie was dumb when they first announced it. But like the fact is, like after they announced it and said, like, oh, yeah, this is actually what's going to happen. It's like, I'm fine with it. But it needs to have a connection to the story. And it 
did, even though it was a retcon, it did. Um, and I think that's fine. Yeah. I, I, mm, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's hard not to just spoil the heck out of this thing. No, it's just, the, again. I know. It, it's, it's, it, I think I told someone it reminds me of Pirates of the Caribbean 3. I don't know if I've said that already on this. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean by that, by the um, way? I, I remember complaining about that and like nitpicking about it when I was in high school. And one of my friends just went, <laughs> I don't know what you're complaining about. It was a piratey good time from beginning to end. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you're right. Like, Pirates of the Caribbean 3 is so fully bonkers. But it's like... It's very fully bonkers. Whatever. I mean, it's a piratey good time. What are you gonna... They they shoot cannons at each other across a whirlpool. Nothing makes sense anymore, you know? It's just like, whatever. Every character has died and come back to life four times at this point. I don't care anymore. (laughs) You know? Um, It's like, just kind of like, sit back and enjoy the flashing light show at this point, you know? I thought... Again... I will say this as a positive. I thought the dynamic between the three characters was really good. I liked the way yeah. Poe, Ray, and Finn all interacted. I thought that I was liked really the good. three best friends that anybody could have. I, I thought that every part where they were together and talking was really fun. Yeah, it's just all the other parts. You you can hate on all you. I I liked it a lot. I I want to eventually watch it again. I want to watch all three of them like within like a weekend or like a week or something. We, we just did so that. I can get the... We went back and like watched. See, the whole I sh- thing. I should have done that, but like I just didn't have the time. Wasn't Let me tell it, you so. though. Wow, the prequels are bad. <laughs> like... Yes. Oh, we watched the first of the prequels. Man, it is bad. It's rough. It's pretty rough. And there's a lot of racist characters in there. So it's like, yeah, it, it, yeah, Ooh. yeah. It was, oh god, it was rough. Watto, Watto is bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, oh no. But yeah, no, I, I thought like the prequels are bad. We're still watching through them, but I think we're just gonna watch through all of them eventually. But prequels are real bad. And this this last one, I might even just cut this because I don't think we're going to have anything important to say about this last topic. But I wanted to ask you about The Witcher. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was. Have you played any of the games? Uh, I have started The Witcher 3 and... So have I. Hey, look at that. I no. have problems with it kind of already, but eh. I was interested because um, Anthony and Leah both love the series a lot. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. I thought the show was fine. Yeah. It definitely... Wait, you finished it, right? Yeah. It definitely felt like they were just setting up to have a really good second season. I don't even... If it, Just the whole thing felt like, hey, we're going to get... We're going to rush through all this intro stuff to have a really killer second season. Th- there was just, like, a lot of boobs and violence, and I think that kept me going, but... I- but the thing is, they should have never compared it to Game of Thrones, because it's definitely not as good as season one of Game of Thrones. No, it's not. And and that that's, <laughs> I guess, that that's the ultimate point here, is that... uh. For one thing, the stupid double back on itself timeline twist. Yeah, I thought that was weird and bad. It was so pretentious. It's like half your characters are immortal. I don't care. Like, what? Okay, great. So Geralt's like 400 years old and so is Yennefer. I'm sorry. I will say the bard Jaskier was the best character in the whole show. Um, he reminded me of Claptrap. Well, no, he is not nearly as bad as Claptrap. Uh, yeah, he reminds Claptrap is pretty bad. Like, I cannot, I have to turn Claptrap down because I cannot stand him at all. Oh, Minion, I'm Clap. I hate Claptrap. I want to slap him. He re- I want to find the voice actor and I want to slap the crap out of him. He reminded me of Claptrap. Claptrap. Dude, I hate Claptrap so much. Anyways, but yeah, like, I don't even think there's like much to say. I just felt like it was rushed. I felt like they were. Trying way too hard to set up a really good second season. 
Like it not not it none of it felt like it was good on its own. Yeah. And also, but I do love the thing. It's like it was very video game ish because he just kept getting pulled away to side quests. It actually felt like he was going on side quests and avoiding the main story, and I thought that was really funny. <sighs> He's like, oh, gotta go kill a dragon now. Oh, can't go save Siri. Bye. I'm just not like, fully what? certain I know what the main story is. And I didn't care about it. Nilfgaard has attacked and we need to stop them. That's all the main story right now. That's all we know. I just don't care. <laughs> like, there was that. I need to watch the last episode again because I stopped paying attention halfway through. <laughs> that happened to me. I had to rewatch so many episodes. Because I would look away for a second and I would look back and be like, what is going on in this show? <laughs> like, there is Why just is she... <laughs> no cohesive story and I don't get it. I, like, still don't know what's happening. Like, I still don't quite understand what happened between Yennefer and her first boyfriend. Like, he was, he was, um, informing on her, like, on her to the other wizard guy and so she got mad. so was she? Kind of. Yeah, but she got mad about it. But then they both. She got mad first. <laughs> and then like. Because she wanted, she wanted to go to the One Kingdom for power and glory. And because of his informing on her. She got she sent to a different able, kingdom. She was not able to do it. And so she got mad. It's like, I'll get power and glory on my own. But then she just ended up then, working for another kingdom, right? Yeah, working for the kingdom she wanted to. And then ended up not liking it. Yeah, I guess. It just was confusing. It, like, I'm just, I didn't understand their argument. Like, when they were yelling at each other and having their scene in the basement, and she was yelling things at him, I'm like, I don't fully understand why you would say any of these things to him. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what you're yelling about. Like, I was just so confused. I, I like this coded review of Witcher. I didn't understand. <laughs> it's just confused. And, like, I think it was kind of like they, they showed enough nudity and cut enough people's heads off that they were hoping people wouldn't notice. And I think it worked for the most part. <laughs> well, that's the thing is beforehand, I saw all these reviews like, this is better than Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. This is the new Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And I watched it. I'm like. No, it's not. The thing about, like, yeah, the last season of Game of Thrones wasn't good, but this is not Game of but Thrones. But I understood what was happening. Like, I knew who was in all the fights and why they were fighting. Like, I think some of the fight scenes were really awesome. Did it make sense say. for Daenerys to burn down everything? No, that was not well set up, really. B but I understood who was shooting at who and why they were upset. Like, I got why someone was shooting at one of her dragons. Whenever any fight was happening in The Witcher, I'm just like, who is fighting what now? Like, there's the one say, scene where an old guy turns out to be a dragon, I think. Yeah, that's what I say. Let's go save a dragon for no reason. But then I'm like, was he the dragon? Why didn't they ever show him transform into the dragon? Also, that the dragon CGI was the worst looking dragon I have ever seen in any... No, I mean any medium like that was the worst looking dragon i have ever seen and even even like episode one like so episode one starts oh that fight scene Geralt, at the end was awesome well okay so Geralt, i oh that i don't freaking i don't know what happened in that episode so here's me trying to summarize it right Geralt, <laughs> what got in a fight with a big swamp crab and then he comes into town and he's like i want to sell this corpse to the magistrate yeah, like like true side quest thing but then, i have to sell back this body that i killed it's like no one wants this but then someone was like oh we don't actually care if you kill those we only want you to kill grumpkins or something and so he's like 
Ugh. True side quests. True side quests. Like your thing has timed out and you can't sell it anymore. So uh, okay. So he. So did he just like ride into the swamp, kill something, and then be like, "I'm gonna go sell this giant crab monster Tony, in town"? Have you not ever done that in a video game yourself? Because I have. I have killed something and then tried to s- sell back like dragon testicles before, and no one's wanted them. And they're like, "Why are you selling us dragon testicles?" It's like because you buy them all the time. It's like we don't buy these anymore. But, I'm not done but yet. dragon testicles, Cody. So then he goes and sees a uh, wizard. Who says, so the wizard... I don't know what he said. I don't even remember what he said. I just know that he was super sassy about it. Well, so the wizard... (laughs) For no reason. ...is like, (laughs) you have to go kill this this lady because she's like a a thing. She... She's a witch or something, but she wasn't, was she? I don't know, man. I have to talk to Leah about it. I don't know. I think what it was is that she was supposed to be like... A corrupt woman who, like, because of evil influences, had magic powers. But she never portrayed magic powers. Well, but she was able to fight against Geralt, which makes her, I guess, like... She was just a skilled fighter. But, yeah, okay, so so then Geralt goes in the woods and just, like, finds her, and he's like, you have to leave or I have to kill you. And she's like, but I want vengeance, so I'm just gonna kill everybody. (laughs) And he's like, well... You can't kill I can't everybody. Let you do that. So just leave and then I don't have to kill you. And then she decides to stay. So then he and has sleeps to- with him for no reason. Yeah, so then they have sex because it's but this is but the- Because she was the other female character in this thing, so we had like as soon as I saw her on screen, I'm like, they're gonna have sex. It's because they wanted to make it like Game of Thrones, which used sex to tell you something about the world. This just used sex to get you past the first four episodes. <laughs> Um, and I don't, I just still don't know exactly why he killed her. Cause like, was it because she was going to kill the little girl or something? So they had to fight. But then why was she going to kill that little girl? Like, that's what doesn't make because sense. Because she to me. was the ward of the wizard dude. But I don't know. So she, and he wouldn't come out of the tower. So she was going to kill him, her. So he would come out of the tower so she could kill why him. Why doesn't she just go in the tower? Because she couldn't because of magic. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying because I don't know. I just... Well, here, I'm going to ask Leah if she can come on one of the episodes and explain this stupid show to us. I was just so confused. And here's the problem. Even if there is an explanation, I'm like a literate 20-something. I should not not understand what's happening in a popcorny show about decapitating werewolves. So I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's okay. You know what my favorite part of the whole show was? This is my favorite part. Is when there's, like, the giant dog who's starving to death. And Geralt's yeah. like, oh, just feed it, it'll go away. And then a knight goes crazy and cuts it to pieces. I don't even remember It was that. when they were hunting the dragon. Oh, yeah. that Okay, the hunting of the dragon. What was up with that, like, really crazy Irish guy for, like, no reason? Yeah! Let's kill a dragon! Yeah! Are you talking about the dwarf? With you? Was he a dwarf? Are you telling me the fantasy character that was two feet tall and carried... He was taller than all the other dwarves, so was he actually a dwarf? Yeah, he was supposed to be a dwarf. Oh, he was taller than all the other ones. No, he was... Okay. He was! Look at the side-by-side. He's standing a head taller than all the other ones. Which is a full three torsos shorter than everyone else. (laughs) Okay, but the dwarf... What was was up with him being super hyped the whole time for no reason? He's a dwarf. Let's kill a dragon! Oh! (laughs) 
That's just the way dwarfs be, man. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. I don't know if this is because I'm tired or if the show is just that crazy, but this is so weird and bad. It's just, it's got some weird stuff in it. And, it's and I, so weird. I think what they needed to do was pick a story and then just tell that story. Because here's the deal. You know what they could have done is cut out Yennefer's entire backstory and not made yeah. the show about Yennefer for some reason. Um, and then she's just, one of the mains. She has to be. You know. So then if they wanted to be about Yennefer, they just had way too much stuff in there and none of it connected together. It could have been two seasons on its own. Really? Yeah. And I, I just wish that. I don't know. It's the same thing that kind of happened with Daredevil. And, and it's funny because there is this format that is a Netflix show. Where yep. your first season isn't actually the show. It's like an intro to the show. Didn't I say this earlier and you were like, nah. Well. Didn't I say they were setting up, like, this whole season was just setting up a second season? But and I you don't. you were like, nah. You literally said no. Well, you told me no, you piece of crap. I agree with you. But it's also like <laughs> that you. telling things out of time, really long backstories for every character is all very yes. Netflixy. My, yes. My, my problem is, do you want to know what happened with um, Daredevil? Season two was bad. Yeah, because they tried to do too much. Of season <laughs> one was really good. Season two was, was bad. I thought season one was good. But season, season one had one story that made sense. Season two was trying to set up the Punisher. Yes, yeah, season... because they were trying to do this whole big Marvel thing that just didn't pan out it because Disney did. took over. They made one thing of the whatever. They made two seasons of the Punisher. No, no, I mean the they set up their multiverse thing. They actually did pay that off. The Defenders was off. Yes, it was. That's my problem is that it was really bad. If they're not nailing it in season 1, Netflix shows don't usually get better in season 2. <laughs> I think really the only Netflix show that I truly still follow to this day and I'm so excited for the last season is BoJack Horseman. Yeah, actually, I started watching BoJack, and it's very good. Have you continued watching it since we talked about it? No, I haven't. I got distracted on things like The Witcher and Star Wars. It's the only, it's really the only show that has truly stayed good every single season. It's surprising. I'm shocked. I'm, like, shocked at once at how funny it is. Like, I went in thinking it was going to be pretty much like a family guy thing, and then it actually turned out to have some really good, deep, and some really dark, twisted kind of depressing sad themes but it had a lot of good stuff in it that i just kept me back for every single season yeah yeah no it's it's surprising i was shocked at how good it was as a story i was impressed yeah it's it's, and i'm excited and terrified to see how it ends because you haven't got to it but there was some like heavy stuff in there later yeah i mean there already was like the the scene that i always point to is um when (laughs) he's like doing his uh where he goes to the book tour where they're interviewing um they're interviewing the writers of all, like all the ghostwriters for all these biographies and he like asks what's her name if he's a good person and he's like having a breakdown and then some rando in the front of the stage just like looks at him and goes oh my gosh are you the guy from tv and i'm like oh that moment was so sad <laughs> Just like there's a, there's a lot more of that, Cody. There is a lot. More it's just that. like that was so horrifying. Is like, wow, that's a rock bottom right there. Oh, it gets so much darker. But um, remember when you said uh that we weren't gonna have enough material to have a bonus episode? Okay, fine. You know, all right. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's forty six minutes, man. It's gonna be less than that. I know. I always say the time, and then it's less. But anyways, this has been the bonus episode. We're gonna start right back up with our. 
actual episode of world building after I say a couple things that I've also been doing during the break. But yeah, thank you for listening. Sorry if we spoil things. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.